Welcome to Season 2 of Limited Appeal. Uh, this is episode Merry Tedmas, everyone, which is actually a replay of last year's Christmas episode. Uh, we thought you'd all enjoy uh, hearing it again, or for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Warren thought that. Some same, yeah, some same old shit. Warren figured we'd just polish up an old turd for you and <laughs> laugh it up. Sit <laughs> back with a nice glass of corn nog and enjoy. <laughs> You guys are fucked. (laughs) It's Christmas time again. Do we have to sing now? No, no. But uh, something that's become increasingly popular each year is, is dis- the media discusses the war on Christmas, and and there's also this move to inclusivity to make it not necessarily just a Christian holiday. And what war on Christmas? Yeah, I was just wondering this. Is that anything like the war on terror? No. <laughs> the idea. Hey, what are the, you trying to say? The idea of the war on Christmas is that. Uh, uh, more, more of the conservative Christians feel that the 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 Christian part of Christmas is being removed. But on the other hand, there's people that are trying to make it less less Christian to make it more inclusive for everyone. Right. So things like changing the name of a Christmas tree to a holiday tree is one example. Yeah. But my problem with that, what's Christian about a Christmas tree? <laughs> like. <laughs> It's a tree with little silly ornaments on it. Why? What is it? Is it? Isn't it a pagan ritual? Actually, I thought so. Like maybe if they made a cross and you hung people on it and put gifts under that, that might make. Why do they impale an angel on the top of it? That's what I want to know. Well, it's more of a. It's got to stay on there somehow. How can we get this angel up into the sky? Why don't we shove this tree into its ass? Pick it up higher. I can't even argue with that. It's brilliant. Oh, it seems pretty clear to me. Oh, fuck. So, so that's one side of the argument. The other side is, well, maybe we should, maybe we should euphemize more of the items, like what would maybe what would be a better euphemism for like the baby Jesus in a manger to make that less Christian? What would be the point of that? So did the did the non Christians have a manger? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like <laughs> do, do the people who are who are not interested in the Christian aspects of it, are they gonna be interested in non Christian analogues to all of these things? I assume. Why? <laughs> Because it's worn. I think they just want to shop and shit like that. <laughs> and put a tree in their house. Yeah. They want to shop. They want to put a tree and have like a shitload of presents. But they, wanted... they don't want to have like a like a non-Christian manger in their house. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be called a manger. <laughs> That's too gosh. Christian. It'd be called a barn. What's... A barn. Wait, wait a second. A manger is a Christian thing suddenly? The holiday barn. For Christmas it is. All right. The Christmas manger. With the yeah, I'm aware day. of that. 
I'm just saying that. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, what are you suggesting? Suggesting here? You want to come up with a non-Christian version of the manger? Is that what you want us to do? And baby Jesus. And baby Jesus. Baby Ted. In a Ted, okay. In a in a wheelchair. Ted (laughs) non-Christian. Baby Ted in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair? I said in a wheelbarrow, but whatever. That's what I meant. Put him in a wheelchair, okay. How about baby Ted in the tool shed? Baby Ted in the tool shed. That's kind of cute. That opens it up for a lot of songs with the rhyme. Yep. Songs are important. Away in a tool Tool shed. shed. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's, uh, (laughs) that works, I guess. Done and done. Done and done. Merry Tedmas. So, I like Tedmas. Merry Tedmas to I'm going to use that. Happy Tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoy that. Instead of gifts, everyone gets shots. Yeah. <laughs> A little rusty nail through the foot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tedmas tree. Oh, Tedmas tree. <laughs> La 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 <laughs>last year was complaining that some other kids in the school where her daughters go to <clears throat> had made her daughter suspicious that there was no Santa Claus, right? And uh, she was all traumatized and, uh, you know, I'm not her, I, I'm not her, so I don't know how it feels. But my attitude was like, well, you know, who cares? You, basically, you're sheltering your children from learning the truth about the world. And so, if I ever had children, and I don't know that I will, I don't know that I would feel comfortable telling them that there is a Santa Claus. Does that make me a Grinch? It probably does. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was that the question? or was? Yeah. I, yeah. I, what do you guys think about this? Is it is it silly to say that this is an issue. Uh, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't, I don't feel comfortable in two ways. I don't feel comfortable telling a child that Santa Claus is real. And I also don't feel comfortable with the fact that you can't even, you know, you have to be serious all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm torn between these two positions. You're torn. Torn. Well, here's how I feel about it. Um, The... The notion of Santa Claus is real, right? The whole giving and doing things for others kind of part of Santa Claus, like the spirit of Santa Claus, I guess you could say, I think is is something real. And they introduce it as a character so that it's easy for children to understand. And eventually, like with everything, with sex and Santa Claus and Easter Bunny and Tooth Fairy, like kids get told by their friends that it's not actually a person, but then it just takes time over the, like, like as that, that child goes through a transition, they finally realize that the person Santa Claus does not break into your house and put presents there, but the notion... <laughs> He's the not spirit a felon. Of, yeah, but the spirit of Santa Claus, which is doing things for others and, um, in the spirit of the season, uh, is real. Well, so I think they just so- use... 
I think they just use a person to explain it to children because oh. they don't, they wouldn't understand that when they're young. That's good. So it's it sort of morphs into a metaphor for for and it's yes. a good lesson. I like that. Well, I have two problems with that. I mean, it's a good point. The first is that I don't think kids are are stupid. I think they can actually ha- if if your metaphor is that you have to make a character, why couldn't the character be mom and dad love you so they're giving you gifts? It doesn't need to be a special character in a furry hat who breaks into your house. You can introduce the concept of giving. So that's my first problem. My second problem is Santa Claus is not just about giving and the, all the good things. He's also the dark character who watches you when you're sleeping and when you're awake and knows if you've been good or bad. And in Switzerland, they even have this character, Schmutzi, who is like the dark version of Santa Claus. So so St. Nicholas gets all the good stuff, and Schmutzi is this coincidentally black fellow. (laughs) But he's this black guy who follows Santa around, and he also has a bag, but it starts out empty, and he puts the kids who are bad into the bag and takes them away. There's all this notion of... yeah. If you're good, we'll bribe you to be good by giving you gifts. And if you're bad, we'll beat you or put you in a bag or take you away or give you a lump of coal. I think we're beyond this. We don't need to threaten and bribe and coddle children. Can't we good. just tell them? Um, yeah, it's kind of it's interesting. It's sort of a bizarre situation for sure. But, I, I mean, the, the part that I hadn't really considered before, and maybe this just never occurred to me when I was a kid, but I never actually, when you mentioned the whole thing about the idea of, you know, Santa Claus being also this guy who watches you at night and all this kind of stuff, I actually never had uh, any of that sort of aspect of it. Or like you said, the the much more explicit version of it in uh, Switzerland where there's actually like a bad version of Santa who's actively <laughs> going to punish you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Those things, like I can see that for me, um, I think I was lucky enough to to just sort of have it as a positive fantasy little thing or whatever. It, I never had the sense that it was that there was anything frightening about Santa Claus. But now that you mention it, I can see that you know probably some kids get stressed out about that. And so I don't know, maybe that is not the. I don't know, maybe that's kind of a weird part of it too, or something. I I kind of wonder if it the whole legend actually just started because kids wouldn't go to sleep because they were so excited about Christmas. We open all these presents. and I'm sure that that's a part of it. Yeah, and they just said, mm. the parents just said, look, you don't, you, if you don't go to bed, Santa won't come. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just kept blowing up from there. And then Coca-Cola introduced a fat red guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you guys have raised some good points. I, I like the attitude that, you know, this is fun, so you don't have to shit on everyone's party. Uh, but, uh, it's best if you don't, especially around yeah. Christmas or Tedmas or yeah. whatever it is. Tedmas. <laughs> Tedmas is a holy time of year. Yeah. People will just get angry with you shitting in their eggnog, you know, and they'll uh, they'll do bad things back. Oh, Santa's yeah, going to fuck you over. <laughs> or maybe he's just going to fuck you. Oh, <laughs> So our next topic is an ETWTF. How would we explain to aliens Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck. Same way we explain it to our kids. 
Which I don't know how we explain it to our kids. <laughs> but the aliens could probably go to the North Pole and see there's nothing there. Well, we could just tell them that the fucking Santa Claus is way more advanced than them, so they better fucking watch it. He's our guardian. <laughs> he's our Muppet guardian. He's gonna. Uh, he's gonna cause them a lot of trouble if they. Uh, they don't watch them. He knows if they've been probing <laughs> or if they've been nice. <laughs> Which That's one's right. the nice one? People like the probing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, he just knows whether they've been naughty or nice, regardless of whether it involves probing. <laughs> if they probed with kindness. If exactly. They, if they warmed it up before using it. If they used the lube. <laughs> if it was strictly for research and not just for comedy. <laughs> So that's a warning some... to the aliens, I guess. Go for Santa. <laughs> that fat fuck. And Ted. Watch out for Ted. <laughs> oh, Ted'll crush them. <laughs> uh, in his shed. Holy shit, it's Christmas. Holy shit, it's Christmas. Holy shit, it's Christmas. Holy shit, it's Christmas. Is that the end of that, or what? That's the end of our Tedmas special. Ted's back in the tool shed. (laughs) (laughs) He has to live there. Does he live his whole life there? (laughs) I don't know. It's kind of... (laughs) I guess it's it's up to us. (laughs) It's kind of a bum rap until you imagine that Santa has to live in the fucking North Pole. Six months of dark. Yeah. Suck. But I thought that I thought that the whole Ted and the tool shed was not an analogy to Santa Claus, but to uh, to Jesus. Well, Jesus lives in the North right. Pole with Santa. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I'm getting confused all the time. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think's making all those gifts? I guess that's a good point. Hey. You think we'd get more he fishes kind of and loaves? I thought that there were uh, I thought there were elves or something. Oh, six loaves. <laughs> Mary Damn it, Dad. I six loaves. I hate it when you just get a dried fucking fish in your sock. It sucks. Oh, boy. Another well, we've all been very naughty toy. and not very nice. <laughs> so, what does Ted, Ted, Ted do about that? He gives us a high five. <laughs> Ted's a bit of a stoner. He doesn't really care. He doesn't care if you've been naughty or nice. Okay. Actually, this is kind of weird. We're mixing all kinds of things into this. That's the end of the show. Damn. Thanks for uh, listening, everyone. This is Thank the you. end. So, um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed the episode. You could uh, email us at maskedman at limitedappeal.net. We're part of the MySpace community, myspace.com slash limitedappeal. Or visit our website, www.limitedappeal.net. In case you were expecting something, this is what you get. By the way, fuck you guys, I'm out of here.
Ted's nuts roasting <laughs> on an ocean fire. <laughs> <laughs> that was good.